honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Wigan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps and is also a part of the Basketball Podcast Network coming in out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Thank you guys so much for having me on there. Thank you for downloading for and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. In case I didn't mention, I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. I probably did, but just in case. <laughs> uh, the sun is kind of, sort of, shining through, but uh, there's kind of this cloudy veil. There's this veil of clouds kind of blocking us and blocking the sun. It's kind of the wolves right now in a lot of ways, despite the fact, well, they, they beat the L.A. Clippers, but were meatloafed this past week. Charlotte and Golden State defeat the Timberwolves, and then the Wolves beat the Clippers with, well, Russell Westbrook <laughs> in Staples Center. <laughs> Or that's uh, Crypto.com Arena. I apologize. Crypto.com, especially considering that, yeah, I use Crypto.com, the app and everything. But uh, we're going to be talking about DraftKings later as we start segment number two. Wolves uh, obviously got meatloafed <laughs> one and two this past week. And then you have uh, three games coming up to start the month of March. Los Angeles Lakers in L.A. Sacramento Kings back-to-back. A bit of travel there, but not that much, I guess. And then the Wolves host the Philadelphia 76ers on Tint, all TNT, on Tuesday, the 7th of March, a day before my brother's 45th birthday. So here we are, Timberwolves explosion, talking basketball again on a Friday. <clears throat> Unfortunately, again, just uh, <laughs> the Timberwolves record versus uh, losing teams this year. Well, against the four worst teams, we'll say. Well, we've lost, uh, we've lost seven games to them. It's fucking awful. 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 In every possible way. Awful. I, I, I don't understand it. I, you get swept by the Charlotte Hornets. You get swept by the Detroit Pistons. Swept by the Pistons and the Hornets. Just just wrap your head around that. Uh, we've lost two also to the San Antonio Spurs and lost one to the Houston Rockets. Think about all that. Just think about that, like Dan Barrero would say. Yeah, that's kind of all you need to know at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about playing to the level of your opponent. Like, how do you let this team just kind of hang around as much as they did? They look like the Golden State Warriors last year's version, but even this year's version too because, yeah, constant stupid three-pointers and all that, you know, giving up and all that. Um, <clears throat> Lonzo Ball was wide open from three-point range like half of the game. It was ridiculous. Five of nine from downtown. And again, you know, obviously there's plays that set that up and everything, you know, that get players open, but it just felt like... like there was just no, it just felt like there was, like, we didn't know where where to be. Like, guys were just literally left open. It was like, like, it was like five on four. That's what it felt like at times. That's what the Wolves' defense looks like sometimes. Uh, especially the perimeter defense, but, and then, of course, not being able to get the rebounds and such. Uh, the Hornets got 11 offensive rebounds. I mean, I've, I've seen worse, but surely, I mean, Surely we've seen better. The Hornets wind up with 121 points against this team. Wolves only 113. Was it the worst game you ever saw? Uh, well, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe they, maybe I can't say that, but it, it's not like we got blown out of the gym. But at the same time, like it's the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, it's the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, there's talented players on that team, and they deserve to be in the NBA and all that. But the, it just felt again <clears throat> like the same tired thing. Lack of urgency, like, oh, we better get our heads in gear. We better get our butts in gear, blah, blah, blah. As we come in from the All-Star break, we're ready to go now. We're going to kick some butt. And you lose to the Hornets. It's just <clears throat> how how this is acceptable, I'm not sure. I, I really don't think it is. It's one of the most pathetic things you ever saw. Uh, Anthony Edwards played fairly well, but missed a lot of shots down the stretch. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I'm a fan. He plays aggressive defense, and he can shoot, too. Uh, 5 of 10 from the floor, he can drive to the basket. He's long and athletic, he's lanky, he can he can get the hand in the way and all that. <clears throat> he can get some steals, he can block some shots. He had a little bit of both in this game. Uh, rebounding, well, we'll see, but <laughs> that's not necessarily his number one job on the court. That's more like a Rudy Gobert type of thing. But, impressed. Impressed so far. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, again, a guy who I've said 50 times already, but in case you're new to the show and haven't really paid attention to the Wolves much until now, he was projected to go to the Timberwolves a few years ago in the draft. So when the Wolves traded up to get uh, Jarrett Culver in that draft, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker dropped down to 17th in that draft instead of 11th. But here he is now, come full circle a few years later, and I hope the Wolves keep him because I think there's something there. I really do. I think Utah did not use him uh, enough the last year. I don't know why they didn't, but they didn't. Um, <clears throat> hopefully the Wolves stop trading with Utah for the most part, but not that I have any problem with Conley or uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting bad vibes overall. Generally speaking, from training with Utah, it seems like they know what they're doing over there for the most part. Just, uh, you know, Walker Kessler uh, is enough to, to tell you something. But hopefully the Wolves come ahead with Walker this time around in that trade. <laughs> um, Russell Westbrook wound up with the Clippers as they quickly let him go. I'm, I, I don't know. I mean... And the Clippers haven't won a game with Russell Westbrook. What are they, over 4 so far with Westbrook on the court? So, uh, as a member of the Clippers, I don't know. Um, obviously, there's talent there, but I don't know. He's not a winning player. And I think we've said that enough already, right? He's not a winning player, so why do teams keep signing him? I don't know. But the Wolves aren't winning players either right now. I mean, Russell Westbrook might as well have been on our sidelines and been on our floor. Um uh, Conley wasn't all that great either. He was adequate in the game at times. He had a moment or two, but generally speaking, this was a, a weak, weak effort, particularly as the game continued down the stretch. Like, what a bunch of bullcrap. What a lousy, lousy, <laughs> lousy finish in this game. The, as the Hornets just kind of, kind of, I don't know, they went Harlem Globetrotters on it a bit. Like, you're just leaving guys open for three, like I've already repeated myself enough. And that's kind of what happened down the stretch. Lonzo Ball looked like Steph Curry in the game. And, yeah, it was annoying. Annoying to watch, to say the least. <laughs> the Wolves swept by the Hornets. They were swept by the Hornets. I mean, that's all you need to know. Do I need to really talk about the game? Or did the Wolves get swept by the Hornets this year? And that was at Target Center, of course. Heading to... It's not Oracle. It's Chase Center. Yay. That's where the freaking Warriors play my least favorite team in sports history <laughs> the Wolves were playing super well in this game Nas Reed looked like uh he looks like a starting center a starting player starting power forward whatever a starting big man of some kind in the NBA the funny part about him though he was like knocking down threes early on in the game just one after another catch and shoot threes 
Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he didn't do it particularly well in the game. He still went up with 10 points, but, you know, 12 field goal attempts, that's not going to get it done. Um, Nasrid's shooting kind of dropped off down the stretch, generally speaking, but still went up with five steals and two blocks in the game. Again, three after three after three. I'm also moderately annoyed he didn't get the double-double. I don't know why that happened, but still, but only went up with nine rebounds. Felt like he had 12 at times, but back to where we need to be. Great game by Nas Reed. He drew national attention. He drew a Twitter, a tweet anyway, from LeBron James saying that he's got so much game. So huge, huge uh, accolades for Nas Reed, and he deserves to be in the NBA for another 15 years uh, and making a decent amount of money as well. Hopefully the Timberwolves can keep him, and that's one of the things that's going to be talked about in the summer. Nas Reed is definitely going to be an interesting conversation, along with... uh, Jalen Noel, who was inactive in the game. So that's unfortunate. Might have been able to use his help. Maybe not. Um, but the way things kind of fell apart and collapsed in this game, particularly in that fourth quarter, 31-17, to 17, just... Uh, uh, Clay Thompson having like a turnaround shot from like just in front of the free three-point line, well defended. It was really annoying. Just get out of town, man. And I know he's the greatest ever and it's the Golden State Warriors and they're they're just entitled to everything. Yeah, I, I know. They're the greatest thing in the history of the world and the fans are the greatest. Yeah, sure they are. Yuck. <laughs> they're most annoying fans in the world. Um, but, and no no disrespect to the podcasts out there that do the show, that, that do the that cover the team. I have nothing against you. I'm <laughs> just, sorry, I don't like your team, that's all. Uh, I'm sure you love your team and I'm sure you've enjoyed the last several years and good for you. Um, Personally, I hope they're done winning championships. That's all. I hope this is the norm. But I hope it's not the norm, though, that the Wolves collapse in the fourth quarter the way they did in this game. And it's just, I don't know, I can't take it anymore. Anthony Edwards, 5-19 and 19 from the floor. 19 field goal attempts and 12, bas- uh, 12 points, pardon me. Only attempted one free throw in the game, which does make you wonder a little bit. Not getting calls. Nas Reed missed a few free throws. He wasn't clutch in the game. That's definitely something you got to talk about. Um... Jade McDaniels in the both games won about 12 points. Again, the Hornets end this one. Good, solid defense. They don't really have a whole lot to complain about Jade McDaniels other than, you know, sometimes he looks he looks young, looks raw, looks green out there. But that kind of is what it is. I, I can't get too upset with him, generally speaking. Um, I, thought, I, I thought generally during the course of this past week, especially in the Clipper game, that Jordan McLaughlin's starting to look pretty good again. Uh, he's, starting to look, he's starting to get that Derek Fisher look again. As much as I didn't like Derek Fisher, I wouldn't have minded having him on our team when he was at his best, and at a young age like Jordan McLaughlin. And Jordan McLaughlin isn't as dislikable as Derek Fisher could be at times. Dislikable. That's a new word, I think. <laughs> but dislikable, the Warriors, that's, for me, that's like that's like their nickname. Um, yeah, like Jaden McDaniels had a pretty nasty turnover trying to spin around someone. And, uh, no, that was actually Anthony Edwards. That was crappy. Um, Edwards had an awful game. Awful. Awful. Five turnovers. That was not Jaden McDaniels. I apologize. He was trying to do the Dominique Wilkins spin, and next thing you know, you know, some slappy with the Warriors gets the steal, and away they go. Um, Woohoo. But the thing that really got to me late in the game was not just the fact that (laughs) the Wolves set up uh, Jordan McLaughlin for a catch-and-shoot corner three, and it missed by, like, two feet. It was pathetic. It was flipping pathetic. I, I just, you know, it set me off, like, on a, on just a tangent, I, I mean, like, on a, on a tirade, I was, I, I was irate, but right around that same time, when clearly the Wolves were going to lose the game, right, 
you saw Nas Reed on the, you know, Nas Reed kind of, you know, as there was a timeout type of thing on the bench looking, you know, pissed off, frustrated, right? Like he should be, you know, and he, he, he gave it everything he had. And it just sucks that obviously he made, missed some shots down the stretch, but an awesome 30-point game. And he does have game. Yes, yes, LeBron, he does have game. I can agree with LeBron James on something, no doubt. But because um, I don't agree with him on everything, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> or his fans. Um, <clears throat> um, what else was I going to say? <laughs> there were three guys yucking it up on the bench, yucking it up on the bench, like just telling jokes and laughing their butts off as their team just their team just gave up an inexcusable lead despite the fact, see, it's the Golden State Warriors, blah, blah, blah. They're the defending champions. Yeah, no Draymond Green, no Steph Curry. Like, seriously, you're getting beat by, like, you know, like, decent, okay players that deserve to be there, I guess. But that's, a, you know, and obviously Clay Thompson, of course, yes. But outside of him, I mean, there's, you know, there's decent players on the, on the Warriors, right, that deserve to be there and everything. But don't you think this team should have finished the job as well as we were playing for two and a half, three quarters? Don't you think the Timberwolves should have finished the job? The three players yucking it up on the bench. A guy that a lot of us have really fallen in love with during the course of the season. Luca Garza. Luca Garza's yucking it up like just having fun and laughing it out, laughing everything away with with two other guys. Josh Minot, Mr. Super Competitive, Mr. Boy oh boy, I got this done. I mean boy, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be something in this league. Josh Minot, but guess who the other player was? Yucking it up and having a good time as his team was collapsing in front of him. Carl Anthony Towns. Are you fucking kidding me? What assholes. If you're going to sit there, <laughs> maybe listening to this podcast, or, you know, yeah, listening to this podcast on your smart device, or if you're actually listening on a laptop or something, I don't know why you do that. You could be more mobile, but you want to, like, message me right away on the phone, like, what is your problem? You're crazy or whatever. Not that people ever do, because they just don't. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm not cool enough to get messages from people much. But no, I mean, uh, no, people do talk about the game, but it's mostly the pillars of the show that do, and I appreciate them so very much. Uh, they're, they're not coming to attack me. The pillars like, like Tanae and, and Levi and Vince and uh, Benzo and guys like that. Yeah, they're not coming out to attack me. They, I'm guessing they'll, they'd feel the same seeing that. Carl Anthony Downs. Yucking it up with Luca Garza and Josh Minot. Like, the funniest jokes ever that they're having. They're having a fun time laughing it up. Literally, literally, as the team is just, literally, this is it just happened. It's not like we're down by 30, so so to speak, and it's been going on for like 12, 14 minutes. Okay, fine, you know, lighten the mood a little bit. But right as you're literally, right as the game was getting lost on the spot, you're yucking it up on the bench, walking around during the time. <laughs> Are you bleeping kidding me? Are you bleeping kidding me? Like, what do you think that... I mean, and I'm stunned. Stunned beyond belief. Not a single local media member mentioned it. Not one. Not Dan Barrero. Not not, uh, Phil Mackey. Not Paul Allen. none None of them. Maybe podcasts out there. I'm not sure. But how is that okay? Like, how how is that okay? Oh, oh you're, you're, you you can't be competitive every second, dude. That's right at the moment that the game was being lost. You're seriously like, and nobody brings it up. Like, oh, you know, let's sweep that under the rug. No, just is where you know, let them let them have a good time. Who cares? You know, you can't be serious every second. Yeah, P.S. P.S. <laughs> and you're supposed to be like, 
the leader or the number two guy, anybody that tells you that Carl Anthony Towns is the leader of this team, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're not. He's not the leader of the team. He's not. Then and that proves it right there. That's just you know that proves it. Not just the complaining and bitching at the refs. Not just falling apart against the the Clippers. You know in that big important game. Not. Uh, appearing and disappearing versus the Memphis Grizzlies. No, nope, no, nope, not just that, but then the fact that it's it's all the above. It's all the above. It's all of it. It's all of that. The complaining, the bitching, the moaning, this and that. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to I had to get that out there. That has to be known. It must be known. It must be known. For any of you that didn't get to see that part, it must be known. Anyway, the Timberwolves beat the LA Clippers in uh, Crypto.com Arena, how do we segue from that? Yeah, we beat the Clippers, and Anthony Edwards had another crappy game. 6 of 18, so hopefully, I don't know. And now people are saying, oh, maybe he should have had loan management. And whatever. Um, I, he, he can play better than this. I don't know about this load management thing. The three steals and two blocks did help, and he did have a couple of big plays down the stretch. We appreciate that. Torian Prince returned, thank God, from whatever the personal reasons are. I have no idea, and I don't really want to know, honestly. That's his business. I don't want to know, honestly. Hope everything's okay. Mike Conley with seven assists. A couple of decent plays. You know, Russell Westbrook looked decent at times, but I don't know. Everywhere he goes, everything he touches. You know how there's certain people like, you know, Phil Jackson until he got to the New York Knicks. Everything he touches is gold, right? Until he got to the Knicks, anyway. (laughs) Bill Belichick for the longest time, and still in a lot of ways, everything he touches is gold. Bill Belichick, right? Um... You know, Scotty Bowman in the NHL. Everything he touched was gold. The Blackhawks. You know, all the way from the Blackhawks, uh, the Detroit Red Wings, the Montreal Canadiens. Obviously, I'm going backwards because, well, yeah. Even the Blackhawks, when he, you know, became like a, he was like a, what was he, like a special assistant or special scout or something because he's, you know, he was an older guy by that point, not wanting to be a GM or coach anymore. But look look at the Blackhawks. They won three Stanley Cups when he's around there. Um for uh, multiple Stanley Cups at Detroit and Montreal is like a million Stanley Cups. So it's like team, it's the coaches and people like that. Everything they touch is gold, bottom line. I won't get into the other thing. I was thinking of one other thing, but I won't. I, I won't do it. I better be careful. Um, but <laughs> Russell Westbrook, it seems like everything he touches turns to bleep, turns to crap. Everything, he, yeah, like he goes to a team and they get worse. Bottom line, Houston got worse. Uh, the Lakers got way worse. <laughs> the, the Lakers got way worse. Yes, um, and of course the Clippers were a pretty decent team. They were they were showing uh, they were showing signs of life, like they were becoming legit. Kawhi Leonard's big numbers and everything looked like Kawhi Leonard again. And maybe the Clippers can make some kind of a Western Conference final type of run. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. The minute pretty much the minute Westbrook got there, everything changed. I bet a lot of players were like, "What are you doing? Why would you do that?" Others are like, cool, Russell Westbrook, let's do this. But me, I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, historic player, Hall of Famer, average a triple-double. He's a big box score. He is. And I dare say that certain other players might be a big box score as well, more so than you'd want to admit. We'll leave that alone as well. <laughs> Jane McDaniels, 20 points in this game. Great defense and drawing um, some very, very positive attention from people throughout the league once again, becoming what he is. Uh, he led the Wolves in scoring in the game, 8 of 12 from the floor, attacking the rim a bit and hitting some shots. Also added six rebounds. Just a wonderful game. Kyle Anderson, a double-double. 
Rudy Gobert had some decent moments. 7-11 from the floor. Uh, very aggressive dunk down the stretch. It looked like the, looked like the backboard was going to blow in a million pieces. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, Edwards again struggled big time. Anthony Edwards, Ant, whatever you want to call him. Nas read an insanely efficient game with 18 minutes and 15, uh, 56 seconds, just like Jordan McLaughlin, I guess. Interestingly, <laughs> they both had the exact amount of time played. He did have four turnovers. He was a mess at times, and he did have five personal fouls in the game. But the eight rebounds in less than 20 minutes, that's, that, that's what's confusing about Nas Reed. He'll play 35 minutes and get seven, eight rebounds, nine rebounds. And then he plays less than 20, and he gets eight. So it's like, okay, <laughs> that's funny, but I don't know. I mean, even Gobert, almost 30 minutes, only seven rebounds. So it's kind of a weird game in that sense. But it looked like the Wolves were, yeah, I mean, there, there were rebounds everywhere. Everybody was kind of getting rebounds. So I suppose it was kind of like spread the wealth, so to speak. Kyle Anderson with 10. Jaden McDaniels with uh, 6. Gobert, 7. Anthony Edwards, 4. Conley, 5. Conley, 5 rebounds. Cool. Um, 8 again for Nas. Read. Neil Alexander Walker reduced to the ninth man role in this stage. Um, <laughs> Austin Rivers got a couple of minutes against his former club. Uh, Neil Nikhil, Nikhil or Naw or NAW, whatever you want to call him. Decent game, obviously. And again, I like the length. I, I like the length and I like the aggressiveness defensively. I think there's something there. I, I really do. And I want to keep NAW. I do. I want to keep him with the Wolves for a long time if possible. I, I think there's something there. I don't know if he's a starter or anything, but he's a good player. He's a good basketball player. I like him. I do. I, I like the athleticism, the length, the aggressiveness. Uh, happy the Wolves won the game and all that. Is it just Russell Westbrook syndrome taking over in, in uh, where, well, the other the other Los Angeles, the, the Clippers? We'll have to wait and see on that, I guess. Uh <laughs> We'll have to wait and see how that turns out, but um, it's all a matter of time, I guess, how things uh, turn out there. Um, but the Wolves are going to, again, it's just weeks like this and losing to these crappy teams is what's causing the Wolves a chance to be a guaranteed playoff type of team. That's what's super frustrating, and that's the rant a lot of us have right now. Somehow, some way, the Bucks have passed the, well, I, I see why. I see why. I see why. <laughs> They've only won 16 in a row, that's all. New York Knicks have even won seven in a row. Very impressive. Tom Thibodeau, fifth seed. And the Eastern Conference needs to win the NBA championship this year. I mean, you can get cute with all these uh, all these nice underdog stories in the West, like Sacramento, which, wow. I'm very, I, I love Sacramento. I want them to keep doing it. I'd love to see them do something. I did not like the Chris Webber Sacramento Kings at all. I didn't like them at all. <laughs> I didn't like the Lakers either. So that wasn't a lot of fun back in those days. I liked them for a while, the, the Lakers, but then I started not liking them. You know what I mean? They're kind of like big bullies of the West, which, yeah. Um, I'll leave that alone for now. Um, I'm leaving a lot of things alone today. And Memphis, get, bleh, bleh, go away. <laughs> Sorry. Boston, Philadelphia, where, what am I doing here? Pressing the wrong button. Yeah, Milwaukee again. I mean, 16 in a row. So I was like, how the heck did they pass the Boston Celtics? They won 16 in a row, that's how. Eastern Conference needs to win the championship this year. I mean, the New York Knicks are 10 games above 500. They're the fifth seed. What's the fifth seed in the West? Let's check it out. Fifth seed in the West is the Golden State no, Warriors. Yuck. And they're only three games above the... Uh, they're only three games above 500. Um, it's funny how both the Clippers and the Mavericks have been losing like crazy, pretty much. 
since acquiring big name point guards and Kyrie Irving, of course, at Dallas. What's Kyrie Irving doing in Dallas? That's weird. And Russell Westbrook and on the Clippers. That's that's realistic. He's from Los Angeles, isn't he? So I don't know. But why would you want him back? I mean, he's right next to you. He's, he's, they're, they're not even your neighbor. They're your roommates. The Lakers are your roommates in that building. Did you not see enough? Did you not see enough, LA Clippers? Did you not see enough? Are you kidding me? You play in the same building, guys. Are oh, you bloody stupid? Okay, that was, I don't know, that was a way out there accent. But are they bloody stupid? Frickin', frickin' wankers. What are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Utah, well, yeah, I mean, I, why in God's name would you want Russell Westbrook other than maybe some kind of a celery dump? Uh, I don't know. I mean, sound effect, enter sound effects. I have plenty, but uh, it is what it is. The, the Lone Wolf Award, the Kevin Garnett Award, dare I, I don't know, the Area 21 Award, the Lone Wolf Award is going to go to... <laughs> Oh, that was painful what I just saw. Sorry. Uh, the, uh, sorry. The um, Lone Wolf Award is going to go to Nas. Nas, Nas. It's going to go to Nas Reed. And Jade McDaniels is going to either share it with him or get an honorable mention. An awesome week. But I think Nas Reed should get it this week, generally speaking. Amazing week. Amazing performance. Wish he was a little more clutch down the stretch, but generally speaking, you know, because obviously, you know, he's a flawed player. He's not a star. He's not a star, but he's a really, really, really good player. Um, who knows, maybe he will make an all-star team someday, but by God's grace, uh, the Johnny Flynn Memorial, could it be, could it be Anthony Edwards, because he shot like crap, he, he was pretty decent against the Hornets, but we lost to the bleeping Hornets, come on, man, and I don't want to trash on Anthony Edwards, but he didn't play well this week, he really didn't, they said 5 of 19, and what, what is that, 5 of 19, how does that even happen? Five of 19. That's like me out there on a bad day, just jacking up random shots. Just, oh, what the hell? I'm bored, you know? That's kind of what it's like. Like when I have a bad shooting day, just shooting around on the on the court by myself, just clanging everything because I'm maybe just messing around. What the heck? I mean, and I understand teams are playing good defense and all that, or some defense anyway, but sometimes those are shots that could be made, you know? It's not all like he's got a hand in the face on every freaking shot. So, terrible shooting this week, Anthony Edwards. You get a Johnny Flynn Memorial, and I'm sorry to do it, believe me, because, yeah, you're my favorite player. <laughs> so, I can't tell you that uh, it feels good giving him that. At the end of the day, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> that was an interesting first segment, very interesting first segment. With that said, we'll take a quick break and return to talk about the three upcoming games in segment numero dos. <laughs> Here on Timber Wolves Explosion. But first, we got to hear from DraftKings, baby. The DraftKings Sportsbook app. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. 
Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing, that's right, everybody, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay, parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. So games like, uh, well, maybe you don't want to bet on Anthony Edwards to get 30 in certain games, and I hope you didn't against the, the Clippers. <laughs> He's going to shoot like that. But uh, I don't know. If you could include t- uh, turnovers in the parlay, maybe it would be okay, right? Oh, five turnovers. Boom. There we go. Got it. I don't know. But uh, betting the Wolves to beat the Lakers isn't that unrealistic. Should be able to. There's no LeBron James for at least three weeks. He'll be reevaluated in three weeks. So that's a long wait. Games like that, might as well bet on the Wolves to win that one. Um, Nas Reed, I don't know. <laughs> that's a tough one. Bet on the Milwaukee Bucks to keep winning, I suppose. Maybe they're going to get 20 wins. Or maybe not. One way or another, it's entertaining. It's fun to, to do the same game parlays. Somebody like uh, uh, Nas Reed to finally get 10 rebounds. <laughs> Something like that. So, entertaining stuff. No doubt about it. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. That's the Basketball Podcast Network. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thank you, DraftKings, very much. And off we go into preview land. Or at least I hope so. At least Yahoo's cooperating this week. The last couple of weeks, it was weird. Like, it just, it was, everything would stop, and it didn't make any sense. The Los Angeles Lakers, Chick Hearn, the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James will not play in the game. Anthony Davis is, is down to 38 games on the season. Malik Beasley is still on the Lakers. Vince Germano likes him, but you get to see, he said he's bloody inconsistent. Yep, he's bloody inconsistent, all right. Sounds, sounds familiar to what we were saying, right? <laughs> Does that sound familiar to anyone? But Russell Westbrook's gone, and the Lakers are 4-1 and one in their last five, and they're actually a possibility to uh, give us a hard time making the playoffs. Russell Westbrook leaves. The Lakers win four out of five. Russell Westbrook uh, <laughs> arrives for the other L.A. team, the Clippers, over 4. Over 4, need you no more. <laughs> Do you need to know any more? Bottom line. I don't think you really, Daryl. I'm sorry, and I don't want to be a jerk about it, but it's not been good. Russell, West, Russell, the other Russell, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is averaging 13.5 points, 5 assists. Field goal percentage is not quite what it was here, but uh, that's okay. Uh, 35% from downtown. 44.2. Interesting. We get to play against these guys. Uh, play against the Russell. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Doug Nabbit is his name. Uh, Russell Westbrook's right above him there. <laughs> play him for the first time since being uh, on the Lakers now. He was actually on the Lakers many years ago when he first came in the NBA, of course. Vince Romano will remember that. I'm not as affectionately as I'm sure a lot of us hoped that uh, things would turn out. Jared Vanderbilt has been there for a bit. Vince loves him to death, and I do too. He's like the is he the junkyard dog or is he the little worm? Because obviously he's not Dennis Rodman. He's not. He might have Dennis Rodman tendencies and stuff, but Dennis Rodman would get 16 rebounds in a game, like it was like Anthony Edwards would get 16 points in a game. Like it's not hard for Anthony Edwards to get 16 points, unless he shoots five of 19, which I'm still pissed off about. If you hadn't noticed, <laughs> 16 points is not is not too hard for an Anthony Edwards. Just like Rodman, that's how good of a rebounder Rodman was. So Jared Vanderbilt's more of a you know. Sometimes just because of limited minutes and all that, but still, um, 
Jared Vanderbilt's not somebody you can play too much. He does. He did break down a bit last year with the Wolves, and I remember being a bit down in the dumps about that. He was breaking down. Hopefully that doesn't happen with the Lakers, and you know that Vince Germano continues to love what he's seeing. And I mean, yep, I'm 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 happy for you. When I say that sincerely, I am. Uh, he is worth every freaking penny you give him. Pray to God he doesn't break down. Obviously, that might again be more reason to not overplay him too much. Why he's not really like a full-time kind of a starter type of guy. Well, that's how it is. Like more of a, like a much better version of the junkyard dog, though. He's like a way better version of Jerome Williams. I remember him quite well. Good player, but never great. Junkyard dog. <laughs> Fun player. He's like the super junkyard dog. <laughs> Rui Hachimura was an interesting acquisition uh, a while back, much earlier in the season. He can, well, a, a bit earlier in the season. He can play a little bit, but I don't think he's as good as uh, we originally thought coming into the draft, but we'll see. Malik Beasley's been shooting, uh, he's about 35% as well from downtown, but only 39% from the floor. Like we said, bloody inconsistent. He's one of those Anthony Peeler, you know, Rashad McCants type of guys. Um, every team has a guy like that, or at least the Wolves have had ones like that forever. There is always somebody on the team that wants to gun, 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 and some nights he's freaking awesome, and the next night he freaking sucks. So... <laughs> It's really frustrating at times, but when you get the right guy, you start to fall in love with him, and then you get the other guy, and you're like, ah, get him out of here, or sit him down, for goodness sakes. For goodness sakes. Yep, it's just sit him down. Yeah. Anyhow, the Wolves, it's going to be an interesting matchup, but with no LeBron James, I'm not nearly as scared. Uh, Anthony Davis, I never know when that schmuck is going to play. Seriously, no offense, but I never know when he's going to play. Uh, foot injury is on March the 1st, so the Wolves should win the game. LeBron James, foot, and again, will be re-evaluated in three weeks. Welcome to the NBA. Guys don't come back in three weeks, they're re-evaluated in three weeks, or three months, or whatever the heck it is. Dennis Schroeder, Schrader, Schroeder, Schroeder, believe it or not. Um, illness as of March the 2nd. So if the Lakers are depleted enough, I think their little, uh, I think their 4-1 and one drops to 4-2. and two. The Wolves need to get the job done here. Wouldn't blame a single soul that believes that the Wolves do not win this game, but they will. Uh, comparisons, Wolves are 10th in points. Lakers are 5th in points. 5th in points per game. 24th for the Wolves in rebounds. Lakers are 5th. Again, interesting numbers, man. Field goal percentage, Wolves are 4th. Lakers are 10th. 3-point percentage, Wolves are 18th. Lakers are 25th. That's not good. <laughs> Assists, Wolves are 11th. Lakers are 14th. Turnovers, Wolves are 28th. Lakers are 16th. Assist to turnover ratio, Wolves are 25th, Lakers are 18th blocks. Wolves are 5th, Lakers are 14th. And if uh, Jared Vanderbilt gets more more minutes and starts blocking shots, that could go up. The steals should definitely go up with Jared Vanderbilt. Um, Interesting to think, Patrick Beverly and Jared Vanderbilt, but they didn't get to be on the team at the same time. It all kind of, yep, they changed places at the same time, unfortunately. Steals are 6th for the Wolves, 24th for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. I think this series is only one game in, but it's three three games total because of the uh, division instead of uh, conference. Things had to change years ago. Wolves won the game 111 to 102 back on October 28th. October 28th. That's the last time we played the Lakers, huh? Wow. 111 to 102. I think it'll be a much higher scoring game. Final score 120 to 116. Wolves win by only four points because the Lakers have been, well. I don't know. Yeah, and the Wolves are weird and all that. So it'll be a four-point win. Anthony Edwards, I'm, every game, like the same game parlay thing. 
it's it's hard to not bet that he's going to get like 30 rebounds. What was that sound? It scared me. <laughs> Sorry. I hate apartment life. Hate it. Um, time for that to end soon, hopefully. Oh, God. <sighs> Anyhow, um, this is in L.A. and all that. It could be a tough game, but I mean, LeBron's not even playing. Whatever. I think the Wolves get the job done. Anthony Edwards, 28. 28 points. I'm not going to pick 30 in the game. He needs to kind of come out and play better. Hopefully with some time off here, last couple games, he got some rest. 31 points for for Anthony Edwards. I changed it. The Wolves end up winning the game. Let's keep moving. The, the season uh, wrap-up is on March 31st. Sorry for the delay. Sacramento Kings, back-to-back. Back. Oh, boy. It seems like we always have back-to-backs when it involves the Sacramento Kings. Decent basketball team, of course. We had some entertaining games with these guys. Uh, Darren Fox has a wrist injury as of March the twenty, uh, March the second. So I'm not sure what's happening there. Raquan Holmes' illness. God, he misses too much time. Too much. Way too much time. The Kings are the number one offense in the NBA. Twenty second rebounding. Twenty second in rebounding. Pardon me. Second in field goal percentage. Tenth uh, in three point percentage. Third in assists. Pretty good. Nineteenth in assist to turnover ratio. Or turnovers. Excuse me. 6th in assist-to-turnover ratio. Impressive. 29th in blocks and 17th in steals. Their defense isn't all that great, but they sure score some points. Very entertaining basketball games between these two teams. Unfortunately, a frustrating, irritating loss recently on January the 30th, but a 110 to one, uh, 117 to 110 victory two days earlier. So, will he be playing the Kings fairly soon again, late in the month on March the 27th? Monday, March the 27th. Otherwise, Saturday, March the 4th in Sacramento. Yeah, these games are both there, unfortunately. The Kings are 4-1 and one in their last five, and they've been torching everybody. A Clipper game just recently, 176-175 victory over the Clippers. That is freaking crazy. It went to two overtimes, but it looks like it went to four with a score like that. And the box score doesn't exist. Why did they do this? I, I wanted to look at it quick. Uh, Yahoo, you're bullcrap. Okay, good. 42 points for Darren Fox. 45. 45 for Malik Monk. 44 Kawhi, for Kawhi Leonard, excuse me. Whilst Russell Westbrook, only 5 rebounds. That's funny. That's funny. 17 points, 14 assists. That's interesting. You'd think you'd get more out of Russell Westbrook in a game like that, but 7 turnovers. Yep. Yep, you got exactly what you got there. You got exactly what you were going to get. Need I say more? It's just, he's, not, he's not a winner, that's all. Uh, Sacramento, I think there's a pretty good chance they win the game, unfortunately. Uh, I'm going to pick the uh, Sacramento Kings to win the game. I was going to look at their players, and now I messed it. No, I didn't mess anything up. Just got to press forward. Okay. Yeah, it's a bonus. It's a bonus. I'm losing my mind here. He's been, he's been pretty damn good, no doubt about it. Uh, he was traded there last year, of course, from the Indiana Pacers. It's kind of weird to imagine the bonus on the Pacers, but, yep, Sacramento, first place in their division, 36-25. and 25. Nice story. I'd love to see them go on some kind of a playoff run, but, uh, you know, I, I would love to see that happen, but I doubt it. Uh, well, they could go on a playoff run. Are they going to win at all? Probably not. But, uh, yep, Darren Fox is leading them in scoring 25.4, but will he play? Harrison Barnes has been a wonderful, like, third third kind of wing type of guy. Third, third wheel type of guy. Um, 15 points, or third option, pardon me. 
Malik Monk had that big 45-point game, but he's he's not a great player. He just gets hot sometimes. We'll see. Kind of like Tony Delk years ago used to get, you know, he had that 50-point game. Remember that? Some of your old-timers out there that go back that far. Matthew Deladova. Almost forgot about that guy. <laughs> Matthew Deladova. Just rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? Raquan Holmes loved the guy to death, but he can't stay healthy, and he doesn't play anymore. What a bummer. I, I really like that guy. Rashawn, not Raquan. Rashawn Holmes. He's only averaging eight minutes a game and 35 games. Because the son of a gun is like a freaking... He's freaking parcelin. He can't stay healthy. So it's a shame. Oh, God. Oh, he's one of those players. You know, dang nabbit. Stay healthy, man. Uh, but the Sacramento Kings will beat the Timberwolves, unfortunately. Final score, yeah. I think about bad defense of the Wolves and the Sacramento Kings having a great offense and all that talent. Um, Darren Fox, if he doesn't play, there's a pretty good chance that the Wolves can win the game because obviously he's the best player. There's no doubt he's an awesome player. Um, All-star caliber player, no question. Deserves, uh, deserve, deserves recognition. I think I've made my point way over the top here. But the um, it's kind of like depends on Fox, I suppose. If he plays, Sacramento wins 125 to 125 to like 117, something like that. Otherwise, if he if he doesn't play, I think the Wolves can get it done. Something along the likes of uh, 121, 121 to 114, Wolves win by 7. Uh, but I kind of think Sacramento is going to win this one, unfortunately. And I'm going to stick with that. Uh, leading scorer in the game, I, I mean, it's going to be Anthony Edwards every night. Uh, that's a common sense type of thing. But I do see Jade McDaniels being a factor if the Wolves win the game in a big way. So Jade McDaniels would definitely be a big factor. And he is every night, but um, yeah, I see him having like a higher scoring type of game versus Sacramento to go along with his great defense. Philadelphia 76ers, they've become a very high-end team, though they lost to Dallas recently. Uh, finally, a win for the Dallas Mavericks with Kyrie Irving, 133-126. That's actually pretty impressive, to say the least. Um, that's kind of good, actually. Philadelphia 76ers, a couple of days off, then we play in Target Center and on TNT. Pretty cool. Um, Dwayne Dedman, a hip injury as of late February. Uh, Noel has a knee injury for the Wolves, and of course, Carl Anthony Towns with a calf since Thanksgiving. And literally, since Thanksgiving. I'm not being sarcastic. The Wolves did win in Philadelphia, and a very entertaining, very good win on Saturday, November the 19th, leading into Thanksgiving. Carl Anthony Towns did play in that game. 112-109 to 109 victory by the Wolves in Philly. Very impressive win. Philadelphia is 2-3 and three in their last five. They've kind of split with Miami, lost to Boston like everybody else. They beat Memphis, and then a very good game versus Dallas, 133-126 loss, unfortunately, for Philadelphia. Um, Kyrie Irving with 40. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> 40 points for Kyrie Irving for Kyrie, 42 for Luka Doncic, so very impressive. And I don't know why the scores keep disappearing. It's, Yahoo is weird. I don't know if they hate me or something ridiculous is going on. Philadelphia is 15th in points, 28th in rebounds, 8th in field goal percentage, 3rd in 3-point percentage, 3rd, yeah, 16th in assists, 9th in turnovers, 6th in assist-to-turnover ratio, 14th in blocks, 9th in steals. This, of course, is the season wrap-up Tuesday, March Le Sevon, <clears throat> versus the Philadelphia team that is now 40-22, and 22, though they've struggled of late, but still the number 3 seed by a bullet, well, not really, not by too much, by two games. Cleveland has played significantly less games for some reason. So in the NHL, we call that games in hand. 
or you could call it that in the NBA as well. Cleveland, very impressive fourth seed. And I'm going to continue to reiterate, Eastern Conference absolutely is the better conference now. Right now, they are the better conference. Oh, it's always the best, the West, the best, the least, the East, this and that. I've always liked the Eastern Conference more because I hate the Western Conference teams. Too much, just too much pinned up frustration forever and ever. So that's how that goes. Joel Embiid, he's uh, <coughs> stayed healthy for the most part. Notice what I'm doing. You can hear it really loudly. 33 points a game. He's an MVP candidate. I might actually vote for him this year if that was the case. Uh, yeah, he's, he's an MVP candidate. Um, 10.5 rebounds, 1.5 blocks, steal and all that stuff. James Harden, I'm not a fan, obviously. He's, he's, it's all about him. It really is. That's the one thing that could hurt them. But he gets tons of assists, so maybe it's not all about him, but it kind of feels like it. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's actually working now. Good for them. And yeah, Doc Rivers is a good coach. He talks too much. He he really does. He talks way too much. So I'm not a huge fan of his necessarily, but I certainly loved him as a uh, as the Celtics coach for the most part. He didn't talk as much back then. We'll leave it at that. P.J. Tucker, 60 games, <clears throat> way down there in the points and all that, but he's always playing a factor. Again, kind of that junkyard dog type of role for the Philadelphia 76ers. One of those glue guys that you love to have. Absolutely love to have. Um, the Anthony Melton has had some big moments at times, but certainly isn't a star player. Tobias Harris, has, uh, his role has dropped to the number four guy because Terry's Maxi's emerged a bit. <clears throat> Almost 20 points a game. Uh, obviously, nice young player and son of Marlon Maxi, former Timberwolf, who was very highly, very highly touted coming into the draft years ago way back in the day when the Wolves were just getting started, but ended up not being much of a player, unfortunately. Well, actually, that was Gerald Glass, but yeah, Marlon Maxey, I remember him well. I, I kind of liked him. <laughs> kind of liked him a little bit. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, <laughs> 20 points a game and a recent draft pick. Pretty good pick for a 21st pick to be averaging 20 points a game on a team with star players like that. So it's a good basketball team. The Wolves are going to have a hell of a time beating these guys. The Wolves might end up getting meatloafed again. Uh, you know, two out of one, or two out of three losses, unfortunately. That's my guess. Philadelphia looks really good. They've struggled lately. Um, God, there's a lot of noise. <laughs> but because they're vacuuming and banging on the walls, because you know how vacuums are when you, yeah, you bump the walls all the time. Yeah. <laughs> At least my wife isn't making fish. Yeah. yeah. Remember? Yes, Vince, when you said you could tell Joey's like, yeah, that's exactly what was happening. Uh, it was so loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell I love doing this show, can't you? <laughs> it's, and it helps that it's Friday, too. Um, unfortunately, this is a tough one. If the Wolves win this one, a very impressive win, but, you know, that would be just like the Wolves. They beat Philadelphia. And then, what's the game after that? Because obviously our schedule is getting really tough. You know how the Wolves are. You beat Philadelphia, and then you lose to, like, the freaking Hawks or something. In fact, we probably will, because going to Atlanta has been like a death knell for the Wolves historically. And they have Quinn Snyder as head coach now. We'll see. They're only a 500 club, but they're, they're ultra-talented. And they have the best uniforms in NBA history. They do, when they wear them. When they wear the actual ones, not the funny ones. Or not the third, not the city ones, but the... The regular red and white, red, white, and yellow. Yeah, yeah, those are the best jerseys in NBA history. Um, other than the Dominic Wilkins era ones, which are even better, but you get the idea. <laughs> um, just don't bring the blue or the green back. You don't need to do that. 
But it would be just like the Wolves. You inspiring victory on national TV over Philadelphia, and then you lose to the Charlotte Hornets or something. God. Ugh. But um, very tough schedule. Brooklyn's not easy. They're good now. They're not great, but they're good. Uh, Atlanta is 500, but they're tough, and especially on the road. Boston Celtics is the best team in the NBA still, probably. Bulls are not that good, but they're not that easy to beat either. You know, what's-his-name is going to always get his 35 against us. Uh, Zach Levine. I think Philadelphia beats the Timberwolves, unfortunately. Final score along the likes of... I do see Anthony Edwards going out for 35-plus in this one. I do. Um, it's going to be a good one. I see Rudy Gobert having a good game, but Joel Embiid's going to beat him. He's just going to beat him, huh? unfortunately. Um, 15th in points, huh? So it's going to be something like, you know, eh, it's going to be back and forth. This, maybe it'll even go to OT. Maybe it'll be one of those epic performances. But the um, Philadelphia wins in overtime, we'll say. 135. 135-131. Philadelphia wins the game. Anthony Edwards with 40. 40. 40 in the game. With that said, we'll take a quick break and come back for some fan interaction. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Time for some fan interaction and then move on to the next week's show at T-Wolves EX, at T-Wolves EX. want to thank uh, all of you that did the uh, retweeting in the last episode. Time to move up. Episode 357. 357 Magnum. I should have called it that. No, I'm kidding. The Wolves are playing better. <sighs> the Basketball Podcast Network retweeted. Thank you so much. Tanae Brown, Vince Germano, Derek Felscott, thank you very much. Yep, at Crease and Assist, and he just recently started a podcast talking about the Minnesota Wild. So me and him now have Minnesota Wild podcasts. Um, yeah, definitely check it out, though. Crease and Assist on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Derek Felscott for to talk some hockey. And, of course, Brave the Wild, yes. <laughs> that's that's one. Most, most of you listening probably already knew that, but it is what it is. Uh, Benzo coming in out of the Bronx. Love you very much. Um... What was I talking about? Gary Payton. Oh, yeah. When they show the Sonics. Uh, it was the Sonics era where they brought in the red. They kind of look like the Minnesota Wild before the Minnesota Wild were the Minnesota Wild. Um, they ask, first player that comes to mind when you see this logo. So during that time, I would definitely say Gary Payton because he was in his prime. Sean Kemp was already starting to kind of, like the shine was already starting to wear off, I swear. As good as he was at times, the shine was wearing off already with that guy. Like the my favorite year for the Sonics is the previous logo by far, um, where it had the city and it was uh, it was more of a green and gold vibe. Green and gold, yep. This one it's cool. It was cool during that time, but the the green and gold uh, Sonics of like say ninety, like ninety three, ninety four, and before like before that that was the last year of it, before they brought back a revived version of it, which was far inferior in my opinion. The, uh, but like 93, 94, back to like, you know, the probably the late 70s. Freaking awesome. One of the best jerseys in NBA history, along with uh, Dominique Wilkins' era Hawks. In fact, those two are at the top. The top. 
but that's who I was thinking about during that time was Gary Payton. He was definitely the best player. Um, Levi Brown also retweeted. Thank you very much. Yep. So that kind of popped up later. Um, Vince, excuse me, Tanae Brown says, what happened to TP? That'd be Torian Prince. Is there anything about him on the media over there? It turns out it was, yeah, and I talked with him in the private message because I didn't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> like, uh, what, what do you mean? I was like, oh, because I, I, I blanked about it. Apparently it was personal reasons, which is real weird. So, um, I think we went back and forth for a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. I said he's been out for personal reasons from what I can see. Um, and I said, oh, yeah, duh. Like when I was saying that, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, no worries. Um, I was like, I forgot what the issue was, but yeah, I, I, I always wonder. I, I always wonder what it was. I mean, could it have been related to like the case back in the summer? I, I didn't really want to majorly get into that, but uh, that's my own fault just now. Because I was thinking that earlier today. I mean, like, could it could it have been that? Maybe it was. That's maybe maybe some kind of court court date or something. That's a guess, but it could be completely different, family related. So um, nobody quote me on that. That oh, that's what it was, and oh, we gotta you know. Um, and yeah, Tanae was saying hopefully he comes back soon because the team stinks right now. And like my God, yeah, it's. We lost uh, the both of the Warriors and the um, um, Char Charlotte game were just bleeping pathetic. Um, Tanae says, should have known this would be a loss. Yeah, that was that uh, Yeah, that stupid Warriors game on Sunday. Um, should have known this would be a loss. Wolves play down to their opposition constantly and play up to them as well. It makes no sense. This season has been completely pathetic. And I'm like, yeah, massive disappointment. It really has. Yeah, kind of like the Vikings in the 90s where we played to the level of our opponents all the time, like 95, 96, 97 Vikings. Like we're playing the Packers, the best team in the NFC, and we're, oh, we beat them, and then you lose to a 0-4 Giants team. Like, what the devil, man? It was really annoying. Um, that was like 96 that happened. 0-4 Giants team. Seriously? Anyhow, Tanae continues. Tanae Brown out of New Zealand, by the way, says, Wolves miss more open, yeah, oh my god, more open threes than any other team, it seems. Finch, looking like this will be his last season, there's no way you should drop this game to this lineup from the Warriors. Yeah, because that's another topic I didn't even get into, is the endless, endless collapses during Finch's uh, run here, Going especially getting back into the playoffs, that was the most damning, considering it happened four times, which is an all-time record in NBA history, that you could have huge leads in playoff games and lose four of them. Four. Four. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, be, it's it's sad. Because I, I was a fan of Finch, but and now the a possible replacement is the coach of the Hawks. But maybe he didn't want to coach Gobert again. Who knows? Uh, that would be, again, Quinn Snyder would be the coach of the Hawks. But great thoughts there today. Hopeless Wolves fan says, I'm curious why he was on the floor. I think I was ranting about, uh, and I believe he's local. It doesn't say. I'm always curious doesn't say. That's okay. Yep, Hopeless Wolves Vad with like a beat-up Timberwolf logo. <laughs> uh, I, I believe I was, yeah, I was saying, I'm sorry, that shot was pathetic my, by McLaughlin. Absolutely terrible. He was wide open. And then, yep, Hopeless Wolves fan is like, why was he even on the floor to begin with? Um, yeah, and that's what led to uh, Tanae saying, yeah, Wolves missed more open threes than anybody. It's ridiculous. And I was saying, absolutely atrocious, wide open shots, they're not even close, unwatchable. And then, we see the three, the, the the, and we see three clowns yucking it up. Yep, that's when I ranted about, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, um, Josh Minot, and uh, Luca Garza. And I hate calling Luca Garza a clown, but 
I hate calling any of them a clown. Like, town's a clown. I hate it. it rolls right off your tongue, right? But I wish it didn't. Tenet Brown says, I remember when Butler pulled players away when Rubio first came back to Minnesota. I think it was the season opener against Utah. We need someone with that kind of attitude on the team. The FU to the other team. That's what I want. The FU to the other team. Because I hate the other team. We're a bunch of scared kids out there, it seems. You can tell I'm that kind of competitor like when I played and stuff. Um, Tenet says... Edwards has been a non-factor in these last two games as well. His decision-making has been terrible. His shot-making has been really poor as well. Made the All-Star game, and now he's playing like it's the All-Star game every night. No intensity, acting like games don't matter. Yeah, it's it's extremely disappointing. Yep. I was saying... I was saying super maddening, and then we're seeing Towns, Garza, and Mott all yucking it up. What a bunch of clowns. They deserve what they get. Yeah, Vince liked it. A couple people liked it. Um, and then I put in the Kobe Bryant soft. You know, he's calling somebody soft. Yep, and then Vince uh, liked that. Yep. <laughs> the three-point field goal followed you, and I will... Uh, yep, I followed back. Thank you very much for the follow. And I do mean that. Um, so, there it is. We're, yeah, there it is. So, thank you, all of you, so much for the awesome interaction. Really appreciate it. Uh, I believe I'm following. Yep. No. Yeah. I just want to thank all of you for uh, listening to the show, following it on Twitter, following it on Facebook, this and that, liking it on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion at TWolvesEX. Give us a follow. Give give it a follow. We can interact anytime you want. It's gotten quiet of late, but maybe me going off. Maybe I've been shadow banned a bit, like Purple Mafia certainly has been. It's been shadow banned. There's no doubt. That's not a conspiracy. It's it's real. Believe me, because <laughs> um, it doesn't just stop. There's there's no reason for that to happen. Um, but thank all of you so much for listening to the show. Really appreciate it. Tell your friends about it. Don't be afraid to call in sometime. Use your uh, smart device. Open up the basically the free uh, voice recording app that every smart device has. Press record. Treat it like a phone call. And then when you're done. Send it to me at paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com. I will then convert it into an mp3 file. Thanks to zumzar.com. And I think there's one more that I wanted to give a... Uh, I always lose it. I don't know why. It's in there somewhere, but um, I'll get back to it. I should have it right on the front. Also, I need to give a shout-out to Scott Doherty. He is an awesome guy. And I feel like a complete jerk. How I, every single week, I, I, I know I need to give, you know... Uh, the, the the page up from Flip to Finch from Flip to Finch that's the name of his uh, Facebook page and I encourage you to join it because you know I post links to Timberwolves Explosion I, I post like well it's kind of like uh, the show is out check it out type of thing like I do on Twitter um, and then I keep forgetting to give him a shout out and uh, common sense you know so I, I deeply apologize that I continued to do that in the past Scott Scott Doherty is a great guy um, has a wonderful page with nice people on it that follow this team and care about it. So a huge shout-out, again, to Scott Doherty. Uh, big one. Big shout-out. So that's on the that's on Facebook, of course. Join that. Uh, it's a really nice one. So thank you, Scott, uh, for being a good friend. I believe he had some kind of a surgery this past week. I hope everything turned out okay. Uh, I hope you don't mind me mentioning that on the on the air. Uh, again, hope everything turned out okay, and, uh, and you're doing well. So with that said, thank you, everybody, for being a part of this show. Again, tell your friends about it. Do a positive rating on uh, Apple Podcasts or any other app that allows you to do that. 
With that said, take care and we'll talk to you in a week.